If you are a working mother or mother-to-be who would like to strike a balance between caring for your family and succeeding in business, welcome to Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. Kenneth Chu, the show host brings in a different guest every episode to share how to perfectly balance parenting and work. Today, more than ever, you can choose to live life on your own terms, to craft a future for yourself and your family that is emotionally and financially rewarding. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 43 of Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life. And I mean in this episode we're going to talk about how to survive and thrive in today's modern world as a mom. And also uh, I'm author of Mother Industrialist. This is my book Okay, as you can see from here, in my book, I've interviewed 50 mompreneurs that I personally know in the past 10 years, and I've also uh, featured their stories in the book to be able to empower more mothers to be able to step into entrepreneurship or pursue their passion. And at the same time, I also share in the book with mothers that there's three P's that you can use to kickstart your business, which is number one, passion, purpose. And profit and today is not about me and today is about this really really awesome mom that I've connected over um, the internet and uh, she's also a fellow author she's an author of the upcoming book you got this mom it's a mother's guide to surviving and thriving in today's modern world so um, without further ado let us welcome Antonia hi Antonia hi Kenneth Hi, nice good to, to be have here you. today with you. You are welcome. And uh, finally, we got you onto the show. Uh, it has been a while. And um, it's over there, it's, it's morning for you, right? It is morning for wow. me. I'm in um, Ottawa, Canada. Wow, wow. That's like another 12 hours before us, right? Before Singapore. Okay, so before we kick start, uh, like I mentioned to you, there's a tradition where every guest gets to uh, post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So are you ready with the question of the day posted by the previous guest before we can officially kickstart the show? I'm ready. Okay, so the question of the day posted by the previous guest is What matters the most to you and what gets you out of bed every day? Okay, I repeat again. What matters the most to you and what gets you out of the bed every day. So spend some time to think about it while I go on to Facebook Live to see if we are live successfully and um, if our audio are good to go and I'll come back to you. Is that good? Yeah. Okay, I see we are live. Okay. Can you hear my voice? Now waiting for yours. Okay, good. I can hear your voice. And thanks for those who are coming on live and those who are listening. So, Antonio, are you ready with your answer to the question of the I day? am. Wow, that's fast. Okay, so share it with us now. Okay, so what gets me up every day is knowing that um, I'm going to make a difference in somebody's life. So most times, the person's life uh, for whom I'll make a difference is going to be my son. Mm. Uh, my son is 12 years old, and uh, every day, um, I want to model to him uh, 
someone who is caring and kind and someone who uh, uh, is able to help other people in their lives as well. Hmm. Wow. Um, I'm also um, a teacher tennis, so I uh, I work with children and I work with teachers. Mm. I, I'm an instructional coach for teachers. So when I'm working with them, I'm also hoping to make a difference in the, their lives so that they can make a difference in the lives of the children in their classroom. Mm. Wow, wow. So that, 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 that is um, very, very inspiring. And also that is really what gets you out of bed and also matters the most to you. And now we can officially kickstart with the show, Antonia. Yeah. Great. So uh, maybe before we start, maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself. Uh, what were you doing and what were you doing prior to uh, you starting the book, writing, starting, uh, start, get you started to write the book and what is the book all about? And um, maybe you can share it with us to the audience, especially for those who are uh, new to you. Absolutely. Thanks, Kenneth. So I, um, I started my career as a teacher, as I mentioned, and I've been a teacher for a long time. Um, I love my job because mm. I think I can make a difference in the lives of children. And more recently, I'm uh, an instructional coach where I work with teachers so that they um, uh, help the children in their classrooms more effectively and uh, make a better contribution for them. Mm. And while I was teaching, um, as I mentioned, I love my job, but I've always had sort of a feeling of, I wonder if there's something more. I wonder mm. if there's more, more contribution that I can make. And uh, a couple of years ago, I decided I was going to take a sabbatical, so a paid leave from my, my position, mm. and take a year to do different things. And some of the things that I did were planned. I went traveling with my son. We traveled through Europe for three months. Um, we did homeschooling, mm. uh, so those things were planned, but then there were also some things that happened that weren't planned uh, that just kind of organically uh, developed. One was that I became a wellness advocate for essential oils mm. because I think they contribute a lot to people's health and wellness. And when I was doing that, um, by sharing with other people, I noticed that I was making a difference in people's lives by uh, helping them to care for the health and wellness of their families and to further um, their financial situation. And then um, also while I was homeschooling with my son, I was looking for different projects, different things that we could do together, different things we could work on. And I came across online um, an author's workshop, mm. how to write a book. And I thought, well, this would be cool for us to do together. So I signed up, not realizing that it really wasn't for the kids. It was just for adults. So then mm -hmm. I kind of put it out of the way and I didn't really think about it so much until uh, the last day of school. So on the last day that my son and I were doing homeschooling together at the end of the year, I sent him off with his dad and it occurred to me that it was the last day that we were doing this together. And it was such a special year, spending the whole year together. So I was very sad and I, I was crying the big sobs mm -hmm. and I was left to my own devices because my son had gone off with his dad. My boyfriend was out playing sports. My friends were celebrating the last day of school. And so I didn't really know what to do with myself. 
And um, I went into my emails to sort of distract myself. And I saw this uh, workshop that I had signed up for that was starting uh, that very same day, 45 minutes later in downtown Ottawa. And I had to make a decision. Was I going to stay at home and mope and cry? Or was I going to go out and learn something? And so off I went to the workshop and um, at the workshop was a three-day workshop with uh, Jerry Roberts, mm. our publisher. Yep. And we learned a lot about writing a book. And um, that's where my book was born because from all of the things leading up to it, the wanting to make a difference and um, wanting to empower people and wanting to um, have people live better lives, live the lives that they want, I decided that I would be able to write a book for mothers with all of my teaching experience and being a mother myself. Wow. So are, are you currently still, uh, still teaching or are you just an instructional coach? Or instructional? I'm an instructional coach. So I work with teachers hmm. and some of that work is, um, is just with teachers, spent planning and discussing and talking about evaluation and how um, how to uh, deliver in deliver curriculum um, but I also spend time in classrooms with this with the students and teachers working mm. together okay is that, is that a, like a full-time thing or is it now more of a part-time it's a full-time job oh, it's okay. a demanding job but it's okay. a great job I love it okay because we, we I do not I'm not very sure whether we have that in Singapore but it's really something that yeah, like facilitating and, and helping the teachers to to get um, the curriculum out or is that is that how it works? Yes. So we talk about different strategies to address the needs of all the children hmm. and um, we um, practice those strategies and we implement them and see how they work and uh, improve uh, student learning. Wow. Wow. I, I, I don't, this is the first time I, I hear that even teaching you need strategy oh for sure <laughs> <laughs> okay that's 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 very very interesting insight especially hearing from you and uh what makes you want to write a book like that um like with with the topic you've got this mom what what inspired you to write this uh well i think um part of it is my personal experience um, going through the challenges uh, of the of today's world and uh, seeing the different things that that we have to uh, face and that we have to overcome and sometimes you feel like you're not enough like yeah. there's um, there's too much going on things are complicated things are demanding um, but I, I want people to realize I want moms to realize parents to realize that they are enough that they mm -hmm. that they have what they need to be to be the best parents for their children mm -hmm. so it's a book to um, empower people to uh, encourage them to embrace their greatness to encourage them to take care of themselves so that they can take care of their children mm -hmm. that, that, that's very very uh, inspiring and especially from you coming um, with 12 years of motherhood because your, your, your son is now 12 years old with all that being uh, shared in the book and uh, what, what are the common challenges that you can share that uh, a woman is facing now or mom is facing now compared to the past what are the common challenges that in the I past think our world, 
I think, Kenneth, our world today has changed a lot. It's become a lot more complicated and it's become um, a lot more demanding than it was in the past. Um, for example, we have a lot of things um, on the go that our, our parents didn't have. Mm. Um, we have so many things, um, even materialistically, for example, um, that, that demand our time. There's so much choice in um, what to buy and what to have. And there's pressure to have a bigger, better house. And there's the pressure to uh, provide so much for your kids and, and, and with technology. And there's always the newest gadget. And there are all kinds of toys now. So there are these, these kinds of things from, from uh, media and uh, consumption that we have to deal with. There's also uh, in our society, change is accelerating mm. so things are constantly moving things are constantly changing and we have to try and we feel like we have to keep on top of everything and so that's kind of a, a demand on us there's wow. also social media that mm. is is very different and uh not only do we spend a lot of time on social media so sometimes it drains our time but it's also the way that we look at things and sometimes when we're on social media we feel like other people might be better than us and we compare ourselves to the stories that we see without realizing that the stories that we see are really the best uh, that mm. people have to offer when you go on social media and you post things you don't post the the, the challenges that you're dealing with every day you don't you don't post that um, you don't feel like doing the dishes and things are piling up in the laundry. You, you, what you post is, oh, we're on vacation, we're having a great time, we have the most beautiful life. And so if you're just focusing on the positive things that you're seeing that other people are doing, you might feel like you're, you're lacking a little bit. Mm. So these are some of the challenges uh, that we have today that, that our parents didn't have. And even um. I would go so far as to say uh, we have a, another challenge in that we want to have um, balance in our lives. And I think this balance can be elusive because you sort of, when you talk about balance, you expect that everything is going to be perfect all of the time. And that's kind of balance, but that's really unattainable. And I think you can, you can have everything, but maybe not all at the same time. Mm. Yeah, and, and what you mentioned is very, very true, especially on the social media. Like, even for parents, we are also being consumed by the social media, and we are always very mindful of what is being posted out. We all, always want to share the best, the, the, the fun, and not all the challenges, all the downside. But there's definitely people... They want to share maybe their their rent, like they are, they keep on renting, complaining, and saying injustice. But definitely there are there are a lot of negative. But at the same time, like you mentioned, they are sharing also the good part of them, which most of us as maybe as friends in Facebook, we will say, oh, Kenneth is doing good, Kenneth this and that. But in fact, is he doing that good? That that is a big question mark. So. Yeah. So we and like, you don't see all of the hard work that you're doing to be doing that good. Correct, correct. So so it's it's always people always see the, the tip of the iceberg and they always adore and idolize wildly successful people like Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, but what are the things that they have went through? 
Have you seen them? Because only the time that you see them is when they are successful. And even for a parent, we don't see how the parents gone through the struggles, gone through the late nights, uh, gone through the frustration and all that. Then always they, they will always see that hey, uh, Kenneth is with the daughter, happy stuff like that. But do they know what happened behind the behind the scene? That's right. And typically for us human, we we tend to want to show the good side of us. We do not want to show the bad because we do not want to use our bad to influence other people. But sometimes, in fact, the bad does help a lot. Like recently, I have done some posts. I talk about the reason why I want to. I am doing what I'm doing. Like currently doing this live show every Monday weekly. And I've been doing it for eight nine months, and why am I doing this? So that's where I share. And in fact, when I share this vulnerability, people tends to get more attention because not many people are willing to face uh, their their weakness or face the truth. And this we need to have more of such because um, life is not a bit of roses. Life is not that beautiful. But it's definitely a journey that we will enjoy, and you and you talk about the challenges that the mother face, and also um, you being a teacher, and help helping to give back, which is also, uh, you see there's a lot of challenges that teachers are facing. I I believe that teachers are also also facing because time are different, the world is changing. Our the children that is attending school are also changing. They are different from. Back then, when our when we were young, when we were when we were in school, there's a lot of distraction. There's a lot of mobile gadgets, and um, recently I have this friend that 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 was telling me that hey, in fact, now the internet is even smarter than the teacher, because they can ask like the internet like Siri, uh, who is the 19th president of USA, and this question the teacher may not be able to answer because information is moving so fast and teacher. Have to evolve. That's where when I hear, oh, you guys need to come up with strategy how to help this this uh student and stuff like that. Which in the past I believe that teachers just go through the curriculum and that that should be it, right? But now yes. it has to evolve. Yes, I think uh, I think teaching practice is evolving uh from away from content hmm. and more towards developing skill sets in yep. students and helping students become um students. Uh, citizens who will be able to uh, communicate well and think critically mm. and be digitally um, aware. So I think, uh, yeah, I think the role of teachers <laughs> is changing. Yes, mm -hmm, yes, for sure. Yeah, and and I and, and I see that, and it's also challenging because the teachers also come from the the the, the old school curriculum and learning, and even teachers are now evolving. I believe even as a mother. A mother is a teacher to our children, and for you, what is the, what are the challenges? Like you, 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 you are a veteran uh, teacher, and at the same time, you are a mom. So, what are the challenges that you face? Because teaching other people's children and teaching your own children is totally different. So, what are the challenges that you face, or you feel that hey, I can, I, I'm able to balance that. I'm able to juggle both as a mom and also a teacher. Well, I think um, one of the important things is to keep 
communication open. Mm. So be able to talk to your child and have your child talk to you about what's happening in school and how they're doing. Uh, keep an open communication as well with the teachers so that you're, you're abreast of the progress that your child is making. Mm. Um, I in uh, I had the opportunity to uh, homeschool my son Mathieu for for a year, and that was an incredible experience, and uh, and it really helped. It helped in a lot of ways our relationship because not only um, was he learning, but I was learning with him, and I was learning about him. And I think uh, um, that's really important is to know your child and know how they learn and so that you can support them and have a good, uh, good communication and good uh, relationship with the teacher, mm. for sure. So that everybody, because everybody's, everybody wants the same thing for the child. Yeah. Everybody wants the child to, to uh, grow and to develop and to learn. Yep. Everybody and wants the, the best for the child. Yep, yep. And you were saying that because I'm just curious that being a teacher, uh, why is the homeschool taught in, in you? Or is it just you want to try it out or you have already know the challenges of homeschooling? Because you, you as a teacher, it would be better for you to, to put your, your, your son um, in, in the school for them to learn. And uh, why, why does that thought of even homeschooling comes in? Well, I think um, what happened was because I took that sabbatical year hmm. and I decided that I wanted to do some traveling with my son. Oh. So while we're traveling, there, he, he can't be in school. So mm -hmm. that's, when, that's when we started doing the homeschooling oh. and learning together. And um, as we were doing that, we both enjoyed it very much and he was uh, progressing quite well. So um, when we when we came back, his dad and I gave him the choice um, whether he wanted to go back to school for the rest of the year or continue homeschooling with me because I was at home. Mm. And hands down, he wanted to continue the whole, the homeschooling. He didn't even hesitate, mm. and he still thinks of it as one of the um, one of the best years in his schooling. Mm. And I I, I think. Um, but public education is great and mm. and i mean obviously because i'm a teacher and i <laughs> work to um help improve um the system and 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 uh teaching in general but this was more uh a connection with my son mm. so it wasn't it was it was all about the two of us working together and connecting and spending time together and uh, and it, it's precious time because I'll never get to spend that <laughs> that much time with him again right now he's yes. growing he's <laughs> getting bigger he's got his own interests yep and uh yeah wow I, I guess it, that is something that um a normal public education will not be able to give which is the bonding which is the communication which is the the relationship at the time that you're able to spend together really like yeah. like every day and and really more intimate and at the same time um you being a, a teacher you're able to assist him in education would you would you think that if a mother who who's not a teacher is able to homeschool in that sense um i think there are a lot of resources available mm. for parents who want to homeschool and who aren't teachers themselves uh, there are a lot of uh, resources now and on um, uh, there are Facebook groups 
for, for mothers who want to do homeschooling, parents who want to do homeschooling. Um, there's, there seems to be um, an increasing movement actually mm. for, uh, for homeschooling. And I think uh, people, people who have that opportunity realize that it's, a, it's, it's, as you mentioned, it's a great way to bond and to develop a, a lasting, meaningful relationship with your child. Mm. Why, why, why do you think that like you were, you were seeing, you were seeing the increase of people doing homeschooling? Why, why is that so? Other than the, the bonding, the relationship, is there any, any other reason than that of increase of homeschooling? Well, I suppose um, one of the reasons could be uh, uh, the changing, the changing um, role of education in our society hmm. and uh, parents uh, wanting wanting to uh, equip their their children with the values and the the um, knowledge that they deem most uh, important mm. and i think uh, parents are a lot more educated now than they yep. were before in general our society is a lot more educated so i think parents um themselves are critical thinkers and they maybe mm. have a lot more um, opinions on how they want their child to learn yep yep i i, I totally agree with that and and because as compared to the past where our, most of our parents are not educated, right, especially in Singapore, because back then uh, they were still in the third world country. And, um, and now we have been moving from developed, uh, underdeveloped and to developing and now developed country in Singapore. And you mentioned that now parents are more educated, both fa the father and the mother are also educated at the same time. And that also allows them to have more options and for them to really look into homeschooling because back then i would say the homeschooling maybe for those who are educated because they are aware of that they are able to teach their children at home that's where the homeschooling comes in but um now it's make it it makes it even easier because most parents now are both educated and they are able to do that and at the same time um you mentioned that you have this guilt, this worry, and self-doubt after you became a mom. So my, my, my question would be like, why is that only occurs after you became a mom and not when you be, before you became a mom? Why is that, why is that so? Before you become a parent, um, your whole life is revolving around yourself and what you're doing and how you're doing and, and the person that you're making decisions for is is you and mm. and you do what you think is right for yourself but when you have a child now the responsibility if you have more responsibility it's not just for yourself you you have the responsibility for this child mm. and who knows what the world is going to look like when that child grows up and who knows what the child is going to need and and are and as a parent, then those are things that start to sort of percolate and you wonder, uh, uh, you wonder if you're spending enough time with your child and you wonder if you're doing the right things for your child, if you're, if you're encouraging them in, in the right things. Um, when you're, uh, and, and there's no course in how to be a good a mom parent, or how yeah. to be a good dad, right? Yes. There's, 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 there's no, no step-by-step step guidebook. 
right? Yeah. So, so you don't know. And you hear, you know, there's so many opinions out there. And that's another thing in our, you know, we we're talking about our society is changing. We have so much information, yeah. but that also means there's a lot of, a lot of different opinions out there and a lot of different uh, information available. And yeah. sometimes it's hard to sift through that. And you wonder, well, maybe this isn't the right way to do things, or maybe mm. there's another way to do things. Then you, um, you, you worry about how you're raising your child and how, what the decisions are that you're making and then when you finally do make the decisions then you wonder oh was that the right decision to make and really you'll only be able to know that once your child grows up and <laughs> and you see how resilient they are and you see how um, they're able to uh, navigate their own world and yeah. how confident they are and how joyful they are in their life hmm. so, so do, do you see that um, a lot of parents like nowadays parents they, do you think they get a lot of their parenting methods from the, their parents or is totally the, the reverse of it? I think we'll always like we we'll always look to our parents for an example and, mm. and our kids as well. When we do things with our kids, they're always watching. They mm -hmm. all, all are always aware of what's going on. And uh and that's that's how they learn. They learn mm. by watching and yep. then by repeating what you're doing all right modeling so, <laughs> modeling right and 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 that's so important um so yeah we we want to make sure i want to make sure that when uh my son is looking at me he sees someone who is capable and who's able to uh, navigate different mm. things that are happening in their life yep. and someone who's resourceful and resilient so that he sees how I do things and mm -hmm. then he'll be able to um, do those things in his own life. Yeah. And, and this also brings us to, to why is it important for you to be the role model for your child and to be a strong, independent, caring and capable woman? Well, why is it important for you to be that role model? For me, it's important because I want my son to have that example so that he himself can be those things. Hmm. I think, um, you know, if you, if we, we talk about as parents, we talk about what are, we want our children to be like when we grow up yeah. and, and how they're going to become those things. Um, so, for example, you want your child to be kind. Well, hmm. the way to do that is to model kindness and to yeah. show them what kindness looks like and then they see you being kind and then it just becomes a normal part of their mm. being they'll be kind um you want your child to be resourceful so you have to show them that you can be resourceful as well and that you can uh find the solutions to your problems and make those tough decisions in your own life if you want your child to be resilient and to know that oh there's going to be struggles in life and that's normal that's the surviving part of life that you you sometimes feel like you're overwhelmed and you have a lot of decisions to make and you're trying to balance things um and you want to see your child do that so that they'll have those skills when uh when that falls to them hmm. and that then they'll they'll be able to get through those struggling surviving times and come out the other side thriving in their life hmm. and uh, focusing um, on the things that they have and the blessings that are in their life and what they can do 
feeling capable and feeling that they can uh, meet the challenges and uh, and and demands of their own life. Wow, and then you mentioned about um, like you have to be the one which is like you are walking the talk. Is that is that one of the reason why you have decided to to write a book and it kind of like. Like you, you were sharing with me that you, you kind of like, like introvert, but you are stepping out from the comfort zone. Is that also yeah. one of the way to show that, show to your son that hey, mommy is, um, is is stepping out of her comfort zone. She's trying to be a better version of herself, and she's trying to be a capable woman and independent and able to, to impact a lot of people by being a caring person. Is that so? Is that one of the reasons? Yeah. Absolutely, and and you're so right. I am um, naturally introverted, and um, and I like to do the writing. That's why I'm an author. I write, I write, and I yeah. write a blog. But when I have to go out and talk in front of people like today, that's not as easy for me. And there is a, a little element of fear there. But you know what? I think we have to embrace that little fear yeah. because where there's no fear, there's no learning, mm, right? Yeah, right. There's, there has to be that little bit of uh, dissonance so that you can go out and try something new mm. and, and face that fear. That's what being brave is. And you want your children to, to do the same thing. You want their, your children to um, make an impact in the world. You want to make them, you want to let them know that they can do it. And yeah. so, you want you want them to know that they've got this so yes. if you want them to know they've got this then you have to have this right yes yes you're you are totally right and and i i like it when you say that um you have to do it and that's where i i see a lot of parents they always always tell their children to do something but they're not doing they're not walking the talk and because like you mentioned that our children see what we do not hear what we say mm -hmm. which is a which is what a lot of parents are doing they are saying but they are not doing and expecting their children to do what they want or what they say and i for you you are a very good example like 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 before we start i also mentioned that hey you look a bit different you are like you, you can you talk more you are you have that smile which is every time i see you is you're getting better uh, and also getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. Thank you, Kenneth. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and, and I can see that you are you are losing like you are you are quite loose now. You are, you are loose enough, and and you're moving, you're smiling, and and the way you you talk has changed. And I guess that that has uh, comes with you overcoming of of speaking, and also to face uh, what you fear. And it's a very, very good example for our children because I believe that in their time when they when they are out in the society to work, they will face even more challenges and they have to face the fear. And uh, for parents, like you say, we have to get we have to get this before they can get it. So uh, you being a good role model is is also a very good role model for a lot of parents, a lot of mothers out there to really embrace the fear and also to overcome so that we will be good role models for our children not by saying not by doing not by putting them to the good school but 
we ourselves being good role models so that our children will model. Yeah, and and absolutely. And, and as as we go through our lives, I think um, our our lives are constantly evolving. We're evolving as people, and we're we're learning. Life is a uh, it's a lifelong journey of learning, and I don't think you ever stop learning. Yep. So I think it's important for uh, for our kids to to realize that and to um, and to know that so that they learn from that experience. And and you know to face your fears but also to look for the joy in your life i think yeah. that's really important um to have the, that perspective because really in your life you look for evidence of what you believe and if you believe that your life is good and things will work out for you then you're going to look for the evidence for that mm. if you believe that life um will bring you joy then you're going to look for the things that make you joyful and I think I think that's really uh, important as parents. We have we have um, a responsibility to show our children um, how how we get through the hard times in life and how we deal with um, with with situations of the heart and the mind and the spirit and the body hmm. um, being uh, whole ourselves yeah. so that they can see what that looks like. Yeah, and I like the part where you you talk about uh, parents, us, us as parents facing difficulties, facing a situation that we need to manage, and also to allow our children to know that hey, mommies, daddy, we are human. We are not perfect. We also have to deal with a lot of problems. So uh, we we will let you see that we are dealing with all these problems, so that you will be able to manage them. In the future where i see a lot of i, I guess is as parents we want we do not want our children to worry too much about our problem but at the same time by not showing them that we are human we also have problems we need to solve problems and sometimes we can't solve every problem we have to let them see that if not when they go out to the real world and they realize that, hey the world is not that perfect without my mom and dad and that will yeah. crush them. That will really crush them. And that's why I believe that a mom who's pursuing her passion or a mom is stepping into entrepreneurship, you're independent, you face all the vulnerability and also uh, the challenges, the difficulties, the downside. And you going through every hurdle uh, is, is a good lesson for your children to, to take it as life lessons. That they may not be able to have it in the future, and um, time really flies, and um, we're coming almost coming to the end of the show, and really thankful Antonia for uh, sharing so much, and maybe you can share with the audience how can they get connected with you, and um, yep, and, and what are what are the various ways they can can uh, get in touch with you. Absolutely. So you can connect with me on Facebook at You've Got This Mom. That's mm. to go with my book. Yep. And um, you can read my uh, blog as well. I have a blog on my website at wow. antoniasatine.com. Um, I would love actually to uh, connect with you and to hear ideas that you have and your thoughts on um, being a mother and entrepreneurship and finding life balance because that would, um, I, I would like to use those ideas for further blogs to, so mm. that I could uh, talk to the needs of of uh, the people that I'm connecting with. Mm. Uh, 
Yeah, so you've got this mom.com and tonyasatine.com and Facebook at you've got this mom. Wow. And Kenneth, I wanted to say mm. that I really appreciate your inspirational podcast okay. and all of the important work you do connecting moms. Um, I'm grateful for the uh, for you for creating uh, this platform that allows moms to share and learn from each other and to realize that they're not alone and mm, that they have yes. so much to offer each other. Yes, yes. Uh, you're welcome. And uh, I'm glad that it gave you a lot of value and you and you are one of the the, the few that really uh, watch other episodes to get yourself prepared, get yourself ready. I, I really appreciate of it. And uh, I'm glad that you have some, being, you, are, you are being inspired uh, to even uh, to see that, hey, other mothers, we can do it. I can do it. And now you're on my show. And, 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 and it's, so, <laughs> it's so encouraging that to see that you have, I would say, transformed from the first time we, we go on Zoom till now. Uh, you have transformed and your book is coming out. I'm really, really excited uh, because the, the, the moment that I saw your book title, it caught me. Like, you got this mom. I was like, okay, I need to connect with Antonia. That, that was <laughs> what happened um, when I saw that. And I, instead of uh, you coming to me, I, I, I went, I came, um, came and look for you and get you connected. And I'm so glad you did. Yes, yes, yeah. And now I'm so excited for your book to come out and for you to share and empower more with more mommy out there and to tell them that you got this mom so it's, it sounds so 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 how should you put it yeah it's it's really really cool and um last but not least uh like every there's a tradition for the show now it's your turn to post the question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest so are you ready uh with your question of the day antonio I am. Yes. So in, in my book and on my blog and in my life, I encourage moms, parents, people to live the life that they love. Mm. So my question is, what would make your life the life that you love? What, what brings you joy? Okay, so I will use what brings you joy, is it? Yes. What brings you joy? Okay. So, um, Antonio's question of the day is, what brings you joy? Short and sweet, um, this question of the day goes out to the audience and go, also go out to the next guest. So, the next guest, get ready for this question of the day posted by Antonio. And last but not least, Antonio, any last advice for the mothers who are sitting on the fence uh, thinking whether should they pursue their passion or they should step into entrepreneurship? Any last advice for them, Antonio? Um, yes, I think that uh, some advice would be to remember yourself. As a parent, we can sometimes forget about ourselves because we have so many demands, um, demands of parenthood, keeping our household going, raising our children, that it's important to remember yourself, remember your passion, um, and embrace that fear that might mm. be there, the fear of trying something new, doing something different. Um, look for the joy yep. in, uh, in the different parts of your life so that that will keep uh keep you going and keep you sustained sustained uh embrace your greatness and remember that you are perfect and whole yeah yeah that that is very 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 good advice for all the mothers uh and also for all the parents out there and um you have touched on a very strong point is um they have to take care of themselves which uh, i've been been talking about it with a lot of other guests that mothers 
remember to have self-love and self-care. You have to take care of yourself before you can take care of your children, your family. Like, uh, like I always share, like, uh, whenever you take a plane in the in-flight instruction, when there's emergency, when the gas mask drop, put it on yourself first, save yourself first before you put the gas or oxygen mask for your children. So this works in life the same. If you don't take care of yourself, I don't think you want your child to take care of you. Because a child needs a lot of um, um, nurturing and all that. So you have to be the one to really put on the oxygen mask, save yourself, then you save your children. And that is what uh, Antonia have just shared. To really take care of yourself so that you can uh, take care of your family members along the way. And uh, once again, thanks Antonia for making time uh, for my Mother Industry Live show. And uh, once again, thank you very much. Uh, for those who are watching and listening, thanks for watching. And thanks for tuning in. And um, last but not least, thanks for having me on your show. No problem. Always welcome. And I and I look forward uh, to see to to see your book out and also to maybe we can do another episode of you uh, having your book on 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 uh, on the show. And last but not least, Kenneth here signing off. And Antonia, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. See you. Bye, Antonia. Bye, Kenneth. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.